Well, our moms think we're funny. Hey everyone, this is Turquoise Two, and I'm Akomi. Hi, so Akomi, um, let me ask you a question. Yeah. How? What are your feelings about um things that go bump in the night? Um, they scare me, and I, I wish we could do something about that. And when I say things go bump in the night, I'm not talking about like you know, you know, like people having sex in the room next to you and that kind of thing. I'm like you know, like the supernatural kind of things that go bump in the night. Oh, know? I thought you meant my uncle. Oh no 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 no. Sorry, I, I can understand you get confused with that, and, and yeah, that would scare me too. And the I bump would... was always him setting up the video camera at the foot of my bed. Where happened to all that footage? The FBI took it. Oh. Okay, because I can remember it was it was like you know I'll show it to you when it's ready I'll show it to you when it's ready <laughs> and then like <laughs> I wish I was still doing my uncle's basement movies but I got too old. <laughs> Johnny, stop dancing with that strange man. This is why you keep getting molested. <laughs> is it clean? You know it's not clean. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my all-time favorite so, lines. <laughs> so I ruined this opening bit. <laughs> no, no, no. No, this is, this is great. This is par for the course for us. All right. So, uh, so everybody. Um, uh, I uh, uh, pledged the, to the um, Hellboy Kickstarter... Um, and, uh, well, the two Hellboy, it was the Hellboy Kickstarter for the, the board game. Um, and we played that once and that was pretty good. Uh, we won, didn't we? I think we did. Yeah. So that was pretty good. And then, um, and then they also did a, created an RPG kind of, uh, that goes in line with the board game, not, not exactly the board game or, uh, or fits along with it, just kind of, or like, uh, based off of it, just kind of fits along with it. And so I actually kickstarted that as well and, or contribute to the Kickstarter, pledge to it. And it came in. So I've got this in the other day. Now I'm sure some people already have this and have had it for a while because they had the option of downloading the PDF, uh, when it was first ready like a couple months back. I didn't do that because me being me and just because you know who I am and you know sometimes I can just be a little like you know I like what no I'm not doing that because I don't want to and I don't feel it's necessary and fuck you for asking even though it may not be a big deal to other people be like I ah, no I'm not doing that so in order to download the PDF instead of them putting in like a Google Drive or something like that mm-hmm. um, you had to log on to this one website you had to go to the website and you had to create an account in order to be able to download the PDF I'm like wait what? I don't need an account with you guys was to download a drive through RPG. Huh? Was it drive through RPG? Uh, I don't remember what it was. Hmm. Uh, I, that doesn't sound familiar. It could have been. I just know I was like, I'm not doing that. Why should <laughs> I have to do that? I mean, it's my PDF. You could have just emailed it to me for all that matters. But like, no, like these people have it. And so you're just going to go there and like, yeah, create an account with us. Like, no, you're not going to sit there and like fucking spam me with emails and shit. Like, like, no, 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 no. Just for a damn PDF. I can wait till I get the game in. So here we are. This is me waiting till the game comes in. Yeah, the game is in. And, um, and outside of just kind of like just flipping through it and looking at all this stuff and like, ooh, it's shiny and it's leather bound and mm, it smells so good. Uh, I haven't really done anything else with it, but I talked to Comey and I said, hey, Comey, why don't we make some characters? Yeah. 
He's like, let's on the channel make some characters um, for the Hellboy RPG game, and you know, kind of see what that's all about. Yeah, and it's uh, it's going to be interesting because I'm a big five E guy. Yeah. Um. So, uh, just kind of read a couple of things here. Um, with the Hellboy RPG game, um, I'm assuming this is out um for retail sale already. I don't know for sure because you know the whole thing with Kickstarter is you should be able to get your stuff, you know. Before it hits retail, sometimes it's a little bit before, like a month before. Sometimes it could be several months before. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, depending on what the game is, it may not ever be available for retail. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a, uh, I think it was a Batman board game that came out, and it was super expensive. Like, in order yep. to get everything, because it was like Batman, they had like a whole villain set, too. Yep. In order yep. to get that whole thing, it was going to cost you um, like six to eight hundred dollars. Wow. To get everything, but it was big, it had tons of miniatures and shit. It was wild, but like I just couldn't contribute. I couldn't commit to that. And they're like, well, it's only going to be available here. It's not going to be available for retail. So either get it here or don't get it. And I was like, well, I guess I can just not get it. Yep. Yeah. And even with the, uh, the, uh, Marvel Zombies mm-hmm. game, you know, um, they had so many add ons that once you added everything on, I was already paying $600 for the Galactus mm-hmm. on top of everything else. Once you add everything else on, it was, it was close to like a thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And of course you get the Kickstarter exclusive pieces to go with along with that and, and like a slight discount on it. But I was like, I can't do that. And they're like, well, you know, this one's going to be available for retail when the game comes out. Hey, perfect. I'm good. I'm good. I'll stick <laughs> my Galactus in my base game and I'm good. I'll yep. get the other shit as I need to. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've missed out on a lot of cool stuff because like, just because sometimes Kickstarter is not the cheapest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah, because and yet another part with that is I ended up, I found myself buying a lot of add-ons when I go to pledge in these games, mm-hmm. and I'll get a bunch of add-ons, and then um, I'm like, I go to play the game and. The add-ons and additional rules, I never play. Yep. We yep. always end up playing just a regular base game. I'm like, well, shit, I didn't have to buy all this stuff after all. Yep. yep. I feel stupid. Um, but yeah, um, I, I, uh, I collect a lot of RPG PDFs. I've probably got close to 75 gigs, which is funny because I almost exclusively play 5e, but like, I, I'm kind of addicted to to getting as many different RPG rule systems as possible. So I have a vested interest in this. Hmm. This is going to, this is going to be interesting. Yeah. So as we're trying to find the, whatever we're going to put up on TV, you know, while we're doing all this, um, I just came across this, uh, uh, on Tubi here. It's, uh, Oh, look at that. Hmm. The making of a cult classic, the Goonies. Yeah. Cool. It's from 2010. Um, so this is Becoming Evil, Serial Killers of the Old West. And that just made me think for a minute here. I'm like, <coughs> Ooh, excuse me. God, imagine oh. how easy it would be to be a serial killer in the Old West. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, dude, you wouldn't even be able to, you would, I, I don't even think they would have known that there was, was a serial killer. Oh, yeah. You got yeah. To, to be able to identify, like, oh, there's someone out there killing these people. And they, this is their trademark. Like, nope, someone else died in the Old West. That's the Old West for you. Yep. Like, this guy is like a, Look, his throat was cut, and both of his feet were chopped off and, <coughs> and stuffed oh, inside man. of his stomach. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm allergic to RPGs. <sighs> I know. Uh, it's like, uh, his feet were cut off and they're stuffed inside of his stomach. TV? Yeah, TV. The big guy's TV. <laughs> uh, looks like he's got ghosts in his blood. Uh, he what you need is a good bloodletting. <laughs> I'm already bleeding. Hey, who's the doctor here? <laughs> 
Oh, Assy McGee. Wow. Wow. Okay. Have you ever seen Assy McGee? No. It's an old show from uh, from Adult Swim. It's it's just what you see there. It's an ass and a pair of legs, and it's a cop. I mean, I, I feel like I now know everything there is to know about it. Oh, no, not until you actually watch Assy McGee. So, um... Uh, you know, some people think that uh, that Casey Affleck was the model for Assy McGee, but he wasn't. <laughs> okay. Just putting it out there, he wasn't. That's good to know. Mm. All right. So, uh, that's a really thinly veiled, like, uh, South Park reference. Ah. With the, uh, the family had asses for faces and they were looking for their missing son. And there's a whole thing with the face in the milk cart. And then in the end, they find the missing son. It turns out to be Ben Affleck. Ah. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, it's really bad. I feel sorry for my boy Ben. And I was like, man, I feel sorry for him. He's probably crying in his mansion with... I don't feel sorry for him. So, all right. So, yeah, um... William too much, he'll go get another ugly tattoo. Oh, either that or another bitch girlfriend. <laughs> Whoops, too late. Um, okay, so, um, quick note here, as it's in the introduction. So, I figured I'd go ahead and I'd read it here for everyone. Just to make sure you guys know exactly uh, kind of the rules for this and the expectations here. It says in here, a quick note on Nazis. Hellboy faces Nazis in several of his adventures. In the world of Hellboy, pockets of Nazi Nazi evil hold out in remote places of the world or in space, which is very remote, before trying once to plunge the planet into uh, chaos and war. Hellboy, the BPRD, and this game have one response to Nazis. It's to punch them very, very hard in the face and then do it again just to be sure. If you got the right hand of doom and you can use it to punch a Nazi in the face... You do it as hard and as often as possible. So there you go. There you go. All right. So as far as the game itself goes, another part of the introduction says here, before you dive in, just a quick obligatory note to remind you that the book you're holding is a full rule book for a tabletop role-playing game set in the Hellboy universe. What does that mean? It means you can get together with a bunch of friends and use this book to create your own games. One of you will need to run the game as the Game Master or GM, and the rest will need to unravel sinister plots and face horrors from beyond by playing through case files. This rulebook uses the 5th edition 5E rule set, which is a popular system that employs a D20 to decide the outcome of any task your agents attempt to have a risk of failure. That's right, your heroics are decided by the fickle hand of fate. Don't worry though, as you'll often be able to spin the loom of destiny in your favor by drawing on your agent's abilities. Why 5E? It's a modular system that has been handily modified to provide an immersive exp- experience through Hellboy's stomping grounds. So grab yourself a set of dice, at least a D4, D6, D8, D10, D12, and D20, and jump on in. Just watch out for frogs. Their big brothers and sisters are never too far behind. So I didn't realize this was actually legit 5e rules, so this will be a pretty pretty straightforward for me, I think. Mm-hmm. And it says on here, as we get into chapter one of the book, Origins, it kind of goes through the character creation. Um, and it says here, to create your agent, you will need to work through the following character creation steps, ability score generation, origin selection, life before the BPRD. Uh, that's, of course, BPRD is Bureau for Paranormal Research and Development. Recruitment, time served, drive, role selection, feats and customization, equipment, and then there's the ability score generation, which has strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. 
And it says here, same but different. Hellboy the RPG used the 5e system as a foundation, then builds upon the mechanics to introduce a unique Hellboy-esque feel to the game. What's different? Glad you asked. Character creation. New origins, equivalent to races, and roles, classes, that you create exciting BPRD agents, each with their own unique twist. Level 5 is also recommended starting level for each character, or four characters. Equipment. Unique requisition and inventory system for gaining and stowing items streamlines the options for gaining items and carrying them into the field. 5e basic in combat. Rest and healing are big are the biggest changes here. Heal up and grab some downtime. Ingenuity and doom. The driving forces that represent Hellboy's refusal to lay down and the impending doom that plagues his life. Rituals and magic. Don't expect to be throwing fireballs around for fun. It's likely to cost you. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to start with the basics and we're going to just kind of roll and kind of read through here and see how we're going to create our VPRD agents. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> you may use any of the following methods to generate scores. Random. Roll 4d6 and record the sum of the highest three dice. Repeat this uh, five additional times for the uh, total of six numbers. For example, Anna's first roll is five, four, four, and three. As three is the lowest, she places that to one side, and the sums five, four, and four, a total of 13. Uh, if you not have at least one total of 15 from the six totals, roll 4d6 one additional time, and place your lowest total with the newest number if it's higher. Six totals may be assigned to your stats as you see fit. Standard spread. If you prefer not to leave your ability scores to fate, you may use the following numbers to assign your abilities. 15, 14, 13, 12, 10, and 8. The six predetermined numbers may be assigned as you see fit. Point array, similar to standard spread, start with an, uh, with an eight in every ability score and receive a total of 27 points to use to raise your ability scores as you wish. Abilities can be raised on, uh, on a one-to-one basis for a maximum of 13. To raise a score above 13, up to a maximum of 15, <clears throat> costs one additional point. So two points, uh, two points for one increase. So you can, you can use just a one to one to get them up to 13, but if you want to move it uh, beyond that, it's going to cost you two points mm-hmm. for every one. If you want to use the point array system, which is a base level of eight for every, uh, stat, and then you have 27 points to then go ahead and shoot, to assign as you fit, as you want. Point by is pretty dicey. Um, best, best thing to, best time to use that is if you're trying to min max and you need at least three 15s in stats, cause then you can have three 15s and three eights. Mm. But, uh, you, you gotta have a really specific build in mind before you do that. Otherwise, I would recommend either standard array or, or dice roll. Dice roll is a lot more fun. I was gonna say go with the dice roll. It gives yeah. me, a, it gives you a chance to, cause I mean, I certainly don't want an eight in anything unless I have to have one. <laughs> so if I'm gonna dice roll, that at least gives me the opportunity to have a, you know, maybe at least, at least a ten. Yeah. You know, uh, it's, it's definitely a gamble, but every character I've ever played in 5e has been dice roll except maybe one. I think I had one that I did standard array on and did not enjoy it. <clears throat> no? Nope, nope. I hate it when your highest stat is like possibly a 17, maybe, if you're lucky. Like I, I, with a dice roll, you've at least got a chance of getting an eighteen. One of one of the players in my Saturday and Sunday games, he always has insanely lucky dice rolls. Last character I saw him roll had an eighteen, three seventeens, a thirteen. Okay, were you and, there when these dice were rolled? No, but he did it in the roll twenty thing. So, like once once you drop it in there, it shows the dice rolls in the chat window. So I got to see those dice rolls there. But we, but we talked about this when I was playing with you that you can manipulate that. Uh, you can, but I think you have to be a DM to manipulate it. So unless he used some kind of external thing, I, 
I mean, it, which is possible, but I mean, I, I, that's extremely lucky. Yeah, it's so. pretty pretty crazy. But I've I've seen dice rolls come up like that before with my own stuff. If you do it, if you roll enough dice, eventually you will get that total. Oh yeah, no, I've uh, I've seen you get extremely lucky in your dice rolls too. <laughs> Usually, it's when you're trying to kill one of us. Yeah. So it's interesting, um, you know, as we're talking about role playing. So uh, Jo, uh, he Jo Boyer, like he DM sometimes, and uh, he was saying that his whole his whole like. Uh, uh, idea for this his his design is to kill players like that's what he wants to do he is a player killer DM <laughs> and that's his, so it's like so if you survive like he was like yeah, yeah you can do whatever you can try to do to survive you know <laughs> I'm not gonna if, as long as it's legal and you can do it and it makes sense yeah but yeah but his whole thing is like I'm here to kill players that could be interesting I'd like to bring my smite build into this game <laughs> uh. He was talking about telling about a uh, thing that he did, where he said the uh, character had done something and they went, and they did something else, and they stayed alive, and they had this ability. And he had an entire like plot for this character that um, he hadn't revealed because they hadn't gotten to that. It hadn't gotten to the point where he had to reveal. They hadn't done anything for him to reveal, like the true, I guess origin of this character Mm -hmm. so for two years he sat on it (laughs) until the events happened to where it's like oh yeah oh and by the way remember when all this stuff back here happened right (laughs) well it's like this guy went through all this stuff here and he's not who you think he is (laughs) but for two years he just sat on it didn't say anything didn't hint at it and i was like wow that's that's impressive yeah um Last session I had with my players, I brought back a character from the very first session at Vampire. Did you guys on that? Brought him back here a year later, and everybody was like, oh, wow, that's a deep cut. And I was like, that should terrify you. That means I'm keeping track of everything <laughs> you do. And it may take me a year, but I'm going to bring it back on you. <laughs> so before you move on to the character creation, um, where is um, where is Slick? Uh, he's still running his cult, still, uh, still eating homeless people. You know, I have to say that was probably, that was probably one of the uh, cruelest, maybe most disgusting <laughs> things about your game <laughs> was we had this, this, basically this serial killer member of the party that I didn't realize was killing people <laughs> on purpose, was intentionally killing people in town by poisoning their water and was doing this all the time on purpose, intentionally. Every town, he poisoned the water supply. <laughs> and I didn't know what was going on, but the person playing him did, and the GM did, and and this is party member. And then when I found him, I'm like, okay, um, like, like, what do we do here? Like, Because um, he's kind of powerful, and he's also chaotic evil. Um, I don't care what his what his role was. He was chaotic evil. Oh, he, Fuck you. Yeah, his his alignment was also chaotic evil. So, and of course, we had no clue. At least I didn't have a clue. I had no clue that this that he was this. And I'm like, and then we found him like, um, this goes against everything we're supposed to be doing here. Like, why is this guy on our team? Like, we should be stopping this. So. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was wrong, dude. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, and then just before the party could do anything, he, he bounced from the party and started a cult. Well, he took over a cult. He took over an existing cult. <laughs> and the only reason he was able to do that was because the party killed the old cult leader. And they needed some kind of leadership. Yeah, and so he took over, where <laughs> they now just bring him sacrifices, and he just eats them all up, and... Yeah, yeah the uh, the party's kind of morally bankrupt, you know? <laughs> I was to say, even if I hadn't have left when I did because of, you know, extenuating circumstances, mm-hmm. I would think I would, my character would have had to leave one way or the other because, you know, even though my character kind of flipped back and forth between, like, trying to be good in a world where, like, nobody was good. Nobody recognized the fact that you were trying to be good. So it was <laughs> kind of hard for me to kind of stay true to my alignment. But the other thing is, when we went from town to town, I thought I was doing a good thing. And it's like, when I left the town, we did something right. And I was like, okay, we did something right. Um, and then turned to find out that, no, when we left the town, people were like, those assholes. <laughs> <laughs> so I had no problem going back to a town because I'm thinking, oh, yeah, it's like, these people know us because we were heroes. Nope. <laughs> Not at all. And I'm like, that is so uncool. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's why I'm, I'm like you know I think I would my I would have had to leave because my, what my character stood for is not how he was actually being presented. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah, fun stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 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 So yeah, you did that. I did. <laughs> you did that. <laughs> All right. So let's take it here. Character creation. Um, next up, abilities and modifiers. Having determined your number and assigned. Um, each to a ability, you will soon modify some of the abilities based on your origin profile role. So obviously, if you could do something like this, you want to have an idea of what kind of character you want to create first before you assign your points to it, mm-hmm. knowing that you're going to get certain modifiers. Um, I actually don't mind going into this blind since we don't really know what what origin the modifiers we have. Oh, so you want to do this like first edition style where you assign your stats and then determine <laughs> what kind of... What kind of class and race you want based well, on that? Well, we can we can look at say, well, Let's read through the origins here. So we've got um, so we've got origins, um, life before BPRD. Um, so I think origin is probably going to be the biggest part of that because it mm-hmm. says here because um, origins is race here. Yeah, uh, origins is race, and then roles are class. So yeah, so we'll let's look at origins and roles. All right, so for origins. Um, I see. Original original customization. Um, so I'm just going to finally see. Frequently dangerous face, a good mix of bad. Remarkable humans, therefore, have further customization options than that of other origins. Um, these options allow you to choose a feat for your agent at character creation or during gameplay as events unfold as part of their career as a BPRD. So remarkable so human. Very human. Hmm? Yeah, very, a remarkable human is basically very human. Hmm. I mean, I, like, like I said, all this is just like 5E with some slight tweaks. So, uh, humanity makes up overwhelming majority of population. Yada, yada, yada. Um, see, with unmatched focus and unwavering commitment, they are the best and brightest humanity has to offer. So, indomitable adaptability. Humanity's strength comes from this wide diversity in both thinking and skills. This has led many individuals to uh, develop a wide range of skills. Okay. Humanity in a world of monsters. Special presence of demons, ghosts, werewolves, witches, elder gods, giant gorillas, necromancers, and undying Nazis. Humanity is still on top. Uh, it's no wonder that the remarkable humans have the majority of, uh, make up the majority of BPRD. Okay. 
Name samples. The names of humans in the modern era are as diverse as... Uh, feel free to choose an appropriate remarkable human name. Okay, fine. Yeah. Remarkable human traits. Age. Um, humans uh, reach adulthood in their late teens and live less than a century. Size. Uh, uh, from barely five feet to well over six feet. Movement, 30 feet. Languages. Okay, we'll talk about that later. Diversity. Um, increase any two. So diversity. Increase any two ability scores by of your choice by one. Do or die. You can re-roll a failed saving throw or on an attack roll, but you must apply the new result. Once you have used this feature, you must return to base before you can use it again. Find a way. You begin each, se- each session, session with one point of ingenuity. Say it in school. Gain proficiency in any two skills of your choice. Unmatched focus. You gain one feat of your choice. Um, That's see. pretty solid. Good grief. Uh, customization. Limited awakening. Um... Say, maybe you discovered your grandmother was a witch, something like that. Uh, regardless, uh, something in your humanity has been sub- substituted along the way, granting you certain abilities that you still do not fully comprehend. You're certainly trying to understand them and unlock these powers. Uh, on a one-to-one basis, the diversity, uh, do or die, find a way, stay in school, unmatched focus traits gained from your... <clears throat> Remarkable human origin can be substituted with any of the featured um, lists with any of the features listed below. You may also exchange any trait gain from your life before the BPRD. So that's another thing you can do is life before BPRD. Um, oh, but life before BPRD would just be your background features in five E terms. But it says here, um, you may also exchange any trait gain from your life before BPRD. Yeah, so yeah, get, that that basically gives you like skill flexibility. Hmm. Uh, essentially, what that is, which I actually prefer the way they organize uh, the skill list on this character sheet. So it's way more intuitive. So main and and sub features um, for limited psychic, you have telekinesis. Um, uh, uh, see, as an action, you can move a small object up to ten pounds, up to thirty feet. Uh, medium, use an action to sense the presence of any creature within 30 feet. Cursed, you gain the cursed soul feature. Undying, as part of the, as part of take time, you can add your proficiency bonus to the total, uh, health points, uh, regained from hate die. You can use this feature a number of times equal to half your proficiency bonus and regain, um, all uses when you return to base. Changed, as an action, you can undergo a mild change and gain advantage in all wisdom checks that rely on hearing, smell, or sight. So basically, you do like a, like a werewolf deal. Mystical bloodline, gain ritual initiation, initiated feat, ignoring prerequisites. Uh, portent, you can negate being surprised and act normal. Uh, in the blood, you can reroll a single d10 that did not generate doom or ingenuity per turn. If used while performing a ritual, you can reroll two d10s. You must accept the new result. Uh, fey influence, gain the fey charm. Favored, you gain advantage on wisdom, uh, for occult and history checks to recall information related to the fey. Uh, mortal might gain one uh, feat from the mortal feats list. You can only take this feature if you have no other complicated features. <laughs> and then, of course, in the under the curse, you've got different things, different types of curses and stuff, mm-hmm. um, and how that's going to affect you. I mean, depends on what kind of feats they have, but the idea of a bonus feat at level one does sound pretty good. Oh, classification of curse. Um, hollow. Perhaps your curse was a was via a cursed object that you did not notice. Then when you stepped on it. Or maybe you stared into the abyss, something stared back at you. Uh, vampire, to many, the demonic nature of a curse is more balanced trade, uh, trading for one life for another. Um, demon, uh, through uh, much of the metaphysics of the different world, 
you know, you can get that kind of servant. Perhaps you sought this, this existence or inadvertently managed to stop someone else uh, gaining its favor. You feel the pull of the world beyond the mortal coil, the darkness between the stars. This awareness allows you to pluck at the final strands of life before it passes away, empowering you, your own life, by the death of others. Psychic? Um, you know, get psychic abilities. Hmm. Um, force of will and flavor of humanity. I'm saying then psychic classifications. Um, it goes into like medium, psychokinesis, telekinesis, psychic manifestation. Hmm. Uh, lesser manifestation centered, um, electrokinesis, hydrokinesis, open mind, pyrokinesis, telekinesis, psychomiss. Is this psycho, psychometry, I guess? Psychic inv- uh, invasion, seance. Ooh, seance. Ghost. In hindsight, death should always be at the top five of the worst things that could happen. Um, oddly, however, this was not the normal ending that you come across, uh, come to, believing this would be the natural progression that came into life. You remain in a spectral form, a ghost. So, is ghost a different race, or is it just part of a human subfeature? Um, I think it's just part of the, uh, this is under the psychic classifications. Oh. So, as part of the whole psychic thing, you could actually be a ghost. Interesting. So, that, you, so you would still be the, um, the human, the, um, Remarkable human, yeah. Um, but yeah, you're a ghost because you're like, oh, hey, I thought I would be dead, but I'm not. Huh. And a ghost, you've got end of beginning, the consciousness, ectoplasm, uh, and then it goes into classifications of ghosts, whether you're a bound ghost or a wandering spirit. And this goes into fey influenced classification of fey influenced life before BPRD. So you got things like uh, academics, all-rounder, uh, central recruitment, military law enforcement, old hat, professional. Then it goes into recruitment. Mm-hmm. Cross the line, discovered, recommended, return to service, traditional channels, wrong place, wrong time. Time served. Wow. Time served should just be how long you've been in there, right? How long you been in BPRD? Uh, this section deals with the agent's employment to BPRD, what they do when they're not jumping on a plane. Yep. Hmm. Backup agent, new recruit on the periphery, seasoned operative. My guy, uh, I want him to fix the, the electrical wiring in the AC at BPRD headquarters whenever he's not on missions. All right. So you may have worked <laughs> the perimeter during other field operations, including operated the machinery at an investigations base camp or conducted follow-up on operations to ensure the area does not have a repeat of the issue. Uh, I don't think that would be you, though. No. I don't think they have uh, just the... Uh, yeah, they don't just have blue-collar maintenance men. No. no. Shit, I'm disappointed. <laughs> Sorry. I, li- I like the idea of just some guy in, like... Dicky work pants and a t-shirt with like plumber's crack <laughs> fixing a sink and they're like Phil we got a mission <laughs> only if you could have like an enchanted like a uh, pipe wrench <laughs> yeah <laughs> a pipe wrench of returning so um, and then under roles we've got all kinds of uh, different things for roles you know uh, department of field operations you'd be uh, different types of agents <laughs> um, field medic team leader 
uh, investigator. Enhanced field table, uh, enhanced field training features table. So uh, let's go ahead and start um, BPRD consultant. That's a role. Mm. I like that. I like the idea of being a consultant. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, oh yeah. So now, now that you're in roles, so you're out of the race thing. So it's basically you're just like different types of humans. Apparently, mm-hmm. I was hoping to be like a fish dude or something. Well, I think you can do that if we go back um, to. Uh, So let's see here. So if you don't want to be a remarkable human, I think you have a uh, option of being something else. Uh, let's see here. I mean, I, I'm fine with remarkable human because bonus feed. I could. Well, this says cursed ghost and fair are also available. So okay, you okay. Can... See, I thought those were all like sub parts of. I oh, think human. I thought they were too, but I think you still use the remarkable human like um, base, mm-hmm. and then build upon that, saying, "Okay, um, I'm actually this." Interesting. Okay, I'd have to look at like racial pluses and stuff then, but I'll probably be a remarkable human. I want to. I want to break this game wide open. I'm a character <laughs> that's dealing 300 damage in a round. Yeah, of course you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah of course I did. Because that's that's just how you work. <laughs> All right, so. Um, so your origin, what do you want your origin to be, sir? Okay. So let's go I'll go back through them again. Um Yeah, without like don't don't worry about the actual class features, just like or do do the different origins have pluses and minuses to different stats? Uh depends on, on kind of how you go, but yeah, they do. Um Let's see, so if you add, if you add in, um, something like a, um, oh, that's for doing the psychic thing. So you mean, I think you can just have a, um, uh, for a remarkable human, um, yeah, you just pretty much just do the, uh, just the, the basic, the basic role and you don't add in anything like, a, um, yeah, I know remarkable humans wouldn't have any pluses, but like as far as, the other stuff, would there be, like, a boost to con or a boost to strength, anything like that? For, like, if you were, like, a curse or something like that? Yeah. Yes. Okay. As I, as I see it in here, you would, yeah. yeah mind, if I, mind if I skim through? No, go right ahead, sir. All right. You uh, would probably pick up on things a lot faster than I would as far as those things go, so, yeah, please. Most, mostly just because I know what I'm looking for right. um, when I ask these questions, so. Uh, okay, this is laid out a little bit differently than a typical 5e. So, cursed. Cursed get a con boost of 2, which is basically a plus 1 by the modifier. Ooh, ooh. So, that's where all the crazy stuff is, is under cursed. Hollow vampire demon. Mm hmm. Okay. Ooh. That's that's pretty good. Uh, 
Psychic. So before I choose, you, I, I may just let you choose stuff before I do, because I need to see how the classes pair with other stuff. Yeah, sure. I'll be your guinea pig, so you can make your ultimate character. <laughs> well, I need, I need to know, like, I, I need to know, like, if it's like Five E, where you can make a really solid build with only focusing on decks or charisma, or how how best to do this. I don't know how the classes play with each other. Okay. So, hmm. Why don't we do I mean, this the, thing? Why the we curse go ahead? is pretty good, but it, I, I want to see the feats before I <laughs> before I pick a class. Mm-hmm. So this is what I'll do. Let me go get a um, the sheet of paper. Mm-hmm. So and we can go ahead and then do our rolls. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, then we can decide from there, like uh, as we go through and find our origin, like how do we want to assign them? Sure, sure. Um, Now, do we have enough dice to do stat rolls, or do we want to actually get uh, an app going? Oh, let's go get an app going. That way it'll cut down the, sound, the noise, too. Okay. I mean, I don't mind. I do have um, um, I do have uh, the die that came with it, but they, uh, I think it's just for playing, not for character creation, so it doesn't have, like, the uh, 46 and so on. Right, right. But, yeah, let me go get, um, let me go get some Peppa, and then... We can go ahead and just write our stats down. Okay. Uh, wow, they don't have the dice roller I always used. That sucks. Did you have one on your phone? <laughs> I did, but my phone got destroyed with oh. when my car did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I'm seeing a lot of really similar things to what I used to use. Oh, there it is. Okay. And wow, that downloaded fast. All right, cool. So let's add some D6s and make sure it's rolling okay. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I gotta say these these are some interesting classes. Definitely different racial pluses than the base races in uh, in Five uh, E Vanilla. I'd like to see how these characters uh, compare to Five E classes. So ghosts, you get intelligence too, and then depending on the classification, it could be. Intelligence Charisma, Intelligence Dex. Could be interesting. Ooh, Fey have Changeling. Changeling? Yeah. Yeah, Changeling. So, Fey are Wisdom, which is interesting. I would think Fey would be Charisma. Why would you think Fey would be Charisma? That's just your typical D&D thing. They're usually charisma-based characters. Charisma-based critters. They're all charismatic and stuff. Like, wisdom is more of an elf thing, which elves do have fey roots, fey origins. Because of the ears. I mean, that's... (laughs) I'm just messing around. Yeah, that's... (laughs) I like you're like, what? That... Like, no! (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Okay, English Gaelic into additional languages. So, Faye, you got 
favor place. Ooh, you get glamours. Wisdom and Dex, that'd be good for a monk. Wisdom Charisma, that could be interesting. <laughs> I kick ass with the Lord! <laughs> and in order, uh, Life Before BPRD is basically your background stuff. But you do, I think you do still get a modifier depending on what you use for that. Mr. Miracle, you can affect something with your, uh, with your choice. Yeah, they they usually do. Um, usually it's skill. As you talk about skills and traits, yeah. Yeah. You mentioned that earlier. Yeah, usually it's a skill thing. Um, Sometimes it's a regional thing. It's not a regional thing! But yeah, now there's a few that have things like ability score increases, so like an academic gives you another boost to your intelligence. That's good for min-max. Um, ooh, so professional. I could get a boost to dex or charisma. I really want to do a charisma build here, but I don't know if they're, if it's like... Five e vanilla where you can apply. Just take a chance, man. <laughs> so I will say this: whatever character you and I create, when I do a game, uh, when I do a, a create a a Hellboy uh, like uh, dungeon module, whatever like mm -hmm. campaign, um, I will use them as. Uh, as an NPC in some fashion um, <laughs> of the game, so they they were they were they could be fighting against the other people. They could be working with them. They could just be someone that shows up, but they will be in the game in some fashion. So you know, you can <laughs> um, make them as strong as you want or as lame as you want. I'm definitely leaning towards a charisma build, but uh, I want this to be good. I want to be proud of my first character. Uh, same basic. Uh, progression otherwise like your proficiency bonus is the same as 5e all that good stuff you get feats at the same time so yeah field agent oh cool it gives you their primary ability so if i wanted a charisma build it would either be operational security or personal development the ability to repair MacGyver equipment for nearly any situation. Or the social expert able to call upon greater support from the Bureau and the public, so that could work. I could just do a persuasion build. That could work. Uh, personal development, I would get firearms, pistol, and either bureaucracy or persuasion. I would probably do persuasion, because I'd still want to be operating on the field. Team leader? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> oh wow, there's there's a lot. There's like a lot of subclasses within subclasses. That's interesting. Uh, by the way, we're 42 minutes in. This is going to be a multi-part. <laughs> well, you're the one taking so damn long to pick I'm something. I'm taking long. I mean, they can't read what you're looking at. They're like, oh, yeah, that's just... Oh, look at that. Oh, my... Oh, my... Oh, they got that, too? Wow. They're like, what? What? Uh, consultants or dexterity and wisdom. Hmm. 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 This is, this is tough. This is tough. Ooh. You should be religious so you could get a sword cane. Be a religious BPRD consultant. So I can get a sword cane? Yeah. Um, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
I'm okay not having a sword cane. I'm just fine with that. Are you, are you sure? Pretty sure. I mean, I can still have one. But you're not proficient in it. I can be. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you are a religious consultant, yeah. <laughs> I don't have to be a religious consultant to be proficient. I can just practice with a sword cane. Who's got the rule book here? <laughs> My damn rule book. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. They've got the wild mage. Basically, you, you roll to see if you misfire when you're casting a spell, and then you roll to see the effect. Oh, I might do that. I haven't. I've never made a wild mage, but every player I've seen who does it has a lot of fun with it. I'm glad that book is leather bound, because that way all your spooge will wipe off of it. <laughs> uh, let, let's just double check here. So hit points aren't great, but uh, dexterity and intelligence um, that works with some of the races I was looking at. So, I just want to double check what their casting is, and then I'll try to pick something real quick. Um, no, take your time. I'm just going to take a little quick nap here. <laughs> hmm. It doesn't actually say what your casting ability is. That's frustrating. That's frustrating. Hello, come on. Personal protective stuff, ability score increases. Where is it? Where is it? Like it, they're going into ritual spells, but doesn't actually say what your casting ability is. Oh god! Oh god! I'm gonna say it's probably intelligence. So um, I could I could go with an int build, make a make a, a, a metaphysical calibrator. It's either gonna be that or it's gonna be the the bureaucrat thing. There's there's a lot of a lot of rolls here. A lot of rolls. Hmm. Okay, I'm gonna say it's gonna depend on my stats. I'm either gonna I'm either going to be a a metaphysical dude or I'll be a persuasion build. Here are the feats. The feats could help me decide. Uh, Turk has had to step away, so I'll just keep keep bumbling through here. Uh, hmm. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, what? Uh, all the feats have prerequisites and stuff. Um, uh, let's see, forensic training, that could be fun. They've still got the half feats, so that's cool. They still have half feats? Mm-hmm. It's like where the feat gives you a an increase to your stat plus one, and then still gives you a slight benefit. Okay. I'm just ready to do some rolling. Yeah. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Hmm. 
Okay, I'm probably going to be uh, probably going to do the persuasion focus just because there's some nice feats, and I will probably go variant human or uh, remarkable human as they call it here. Unless there is something here in combat feats that lets me apply charisma to damage. Does not appear to be, but I'm also skimming very quickly so as to not take up too much time. Wow, this is absolutely horrible. <laughs> I mean... No, it looks pretty good. There's cheap wigs. No, I'm talking about like... They didn't even bother to, to to change the frame rate, so or the assist the lighting properly. It's, wow, that's bad. <laughs> that's bad. That's bad. That's really, really bad. Hmm. Ooh, they've got uh, they've got the equivalence of uh, 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 expertise. They have remarkable skills. Let you add double your proficiency bonus. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing a persuasion build. I've I've chosen. Uh, Great, I'm only a year older. Oh, you're fine. You don't know that. You're fine. You don't know that at all. I, it's very important not to just rush into decisions with your characters that you'll later regret. Hmm. Besides, if you're going to use it as an NPC, you want to make your players very sorry. <laughs> Oh, I'm like, I feel already. Okay. So. <laughs> oh, you good now? You I'm good. good. We, we, we can roll some dice now? I'm good. I'm going to. I've got I've got the dice roller up on my phone. I'm ready to start. Ready? All right. You going to trust me? You want to see the screen? <laughs> I was born. I was ready five minutes ago. I was born ready. Come on. Oh, uh, screen's locked. Yep, there we go. Uh, oh, that's a shit one. So now, are we? Are you rolling your stats and my stats? Oh uh, no, just mine. Okay, I'm not gonna roll yours. Why no? We're just gonna use the same. <laughs> if you were like, okay, this is what I rolled, so we were just gonna put them in different places. Oh uh, yeah, I'll just there. Okomi, here's my stats. I got an eight, which well, is I mean, horrible. I mean, I've I've got my piece of paper. I can roll. I can write my own things down too. <laughs> you just have the, the app. Eight thirteen. Damn, these are bad stats. Twelve. <laughs> this is pretty much just standard array. I could have just done standard array. You might want to find a different dice roller. Eleven. Oh no, this is a very reliable dice roller. I've killed many players with this. Oh, that's that's such a boost of confidence. No, 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 no. I, I've killed so many people with this one. This is going to work, trust me. <laughs> Fourteen. Yeah, I've killed people from all over this country. Uh, one, two, three, four, five stats. This is gonna come on. Oh god, nine. So I got eight, nine, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. I I got lower than standard array. That's bullshit. Unless we're gonna do the multiple See, roll thing with like mulligans and stuff. Well, it did say if you got um, one that was less than, you could re-roll. Where did it say that? Um. Let's see, um, it's a, if you do not have at least one total of 15 from the six rolls. Oh. Okay. Does that say you can re-roll all six stats then? Uh, it says, yeah, if you do not have at least one total of 15 from the six total rolls, roll four uh, D6 one more time and replace your lowest. 
Oh, well, at least I can replace the eight, possibly. That's what I was thinking. Uh, come on. Roll, roll, roll. Oh, there we go. Fifteen. There we go. Hey, there you go. So, I'll take it. No study. I was looking at class features and stuff. All right, so uh, 9, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Still not much better than standard array. All right. So uh, you just tap the screen. It's going to want you laying it flat. Um, I'll write it down as you go if you want me to. Well, just do a tap. Just do the tappy. Tappy, tappy, tappy. All right. Um, that's an 18. But I'm only taking three, right? Yeah, you take... So it's just so so add so three, drop 15. the lowest, so 15. All right, so I got 15. It's been so long since I've done, like, a character stack rating. No, oh, that one sucked. 13. Yeah. I'm just going to remind you, I had an 8 and a 9. <laughs> it's actually a 12. Yeah, you're right. Hmm. That was not bad. That's a 14. Okay. Definitely going to have higher stats than me. Oh, that's another 14. I can't read that. It won't scroll. Oh, there's 4, 3. Oh, God, that's that. <laughs> there that's, it is. There you go. That's a 9. 9. There it is. Okay. Hey, you still got... A 15 and two 14s, so. Uh, God, I can't, I can't re uh, I can't re-roll one either because I do have a 15. <laughs> you still got higher total stats than me. I know, but I got that damn nine. So I got one more roll, right? Because uh, it's six. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Ten. Oh, That's gosh. average. Ten's average. I still got a nine, though. That's below average. Yeah, put that in my intelligence. <laughs> really smart. Um, I mean, again, we can either do the whole DM caveat thing of like re-rolling one time and we just have to take the new results. That's what I do with my players. Or uh, we just take this and lean into it. I'm just going to lean into it. Okay. I mean, I might be able to find, you know, depending on how I place these things, you know, I might still be able to, um, to, uh, I might be able to... Uh, depending on your backgrounds, you that. Can, yeah. Depending on your backgrounds, you can still get an 18 out of that 15. So, yeah, I'll be good with that, I think. I'm going to have a hard time doing a persuasion build with that because I don't think there's any background features that give me a boost to my charisma, but there are feats and stuff. So as long as I go with the variant human, I should be okay. Should be. Okay. So now we just got to determine how we're going to put these in. Uh, it, for me, it's going to depend on my class, so I have to, I have to pick the class first. I know that the 15 is going to Charisma. And... Hmm. All right, and so the 13 will go to Con, most likely. Wisdom should be 12... Oh, no, I've got a 14. Con will go to 14. Sorry, um... Alright, so here's one thing here is that um, as a uh, remarkable humans gain the following traits and features. Diversity, increase any two ability scores of your choice by one. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, that's something. Yeah, those floating pluses are pretty beneficial. Uh, so that'll be wisdom. 
Uh, I'm going to make strength my dump stat. I didn't want to make a pure caster class, but I'm going to have to. <sighs> but if that's the case, do I really want high con? Maybe I'll just do all mental stats. All mental all the time. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> He's gonna be squishy. This is not gonna be the min-maxed character I was hoping for, but the dice did not uh, did not want it. Alright, so I'm gonna take a look at my origins here and see, because I don't think I'm gonna wanna play a just a straight character, so they might wanna go with <laughs> Well, so. you can be a gay character. <laughs> no judgment. I'll look at the origins again, because there are there are uh, there are the things that have bonuses to charisma, so I'll double check. It may be that I just need to uh, to go with like the ghost or the vampire or something. So anything you see that has a plus two to its charisma, just let me know and I'll mm -hmm. consider it. All right. So I'm looking here and it says, um, okay, now on a one-on-one -on -one basis, diversity. Uh, do or die, find a way. Uh, unmatched focus traits gained from your Markham Human um, can be substituted with any of the features listed below. Uh, so, it could be sub-feature, um, like a limited psychic, um, cursed, mystical bloodline, fey influence. Oh, so that's basically, like, if you want to do another race, then you're throwing out the the Remarkable Human, and you're one of those other things. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. All right, so let's take a look here. Um, so I'm just going to take a look at Mystical Bloodline for a minute, see what that looks like here. Because that could be something interesting. Yeah, I wish, I wish this was doing what the Player's Handbook does and just showing you, like, here's a table with all the... All the races, here's what features they each get. And it may have something like that in here, I just haven't come across yet. Yeah, it's just laid out a little bit differently. Yeah, so we could see if there's uh, I'll take a little bit of a table here. Um, Ron Jeremy's in this? Yeah. It's before he went to prison. <laughs> oh, here's a field agent progression table there. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's class stuff. Because field agent is where I was looking into the persuasion build. Mutating powers table. All right, here we go. Cust character customization. That was a tomfoolery quirk. <laughs> Shapeshifter. I might, I might be a fae or something. I'll, I'll look. I'll look. I'd like to get that charisma to an 18. You might be fae. Honey, there ain't no question. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and... Uh, I just, I like, I like Remarkable Human because you get the bonus feat, and that makes things real cheesy real fast. Are we, are we making level five characters like it recommended, or...? Uh, I think we probably need to, yeah. But we'll have to we'll go into that part a little bit later on. Where are we at, time-wise? No, we're an hour in. Oh, so. Like I said, this will definitely be multi-part. Yeah. 
I just don't want it to be boring. That's it. Yeah. Like, like we're going through and like, like, I don't know which one I want to do here. We're never yeah. boring. I could not tell what part of the boob I was looking at there. Okay. Me? Oh, I mean, I'm. I, we can definitely pause. Let's, let's, let's do a pause here. All right, this is a good breaking point for an episode. Do you want to clap? Uh, I'll never find it, but yeah, let's do a break point for the episode. Bye, everybody! All right there, folks, that was Our Moms Think We're Funny. Let's, uh, let's give them a hand.